On today's episode, we are going to take a look at three companies reporting earnings this week. So let's get started. The three companies I'm going to do today are going to be Disney, JetBlue, and Virgin Galactic. All three of these companies have been affected by the coronavirus one way or another. So in today's episode, we're going to take a look at their stock price performance, their revenue breakdown, and some recent updated articles on the company. Finally, guys, before we begin, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, the thumbs up, and the bell. It helps the small channel out so much, and I thank you guys for your support. Also, in the comments, I've actually split up the earnings for different companies, and feel free to post which one you guys actually want me to do next. I think I have over four groups, including like gaming industry, software industry, um, transportation industry. So check out that comment and make sure to post there to see which companies you actually want me to take a look at next. And hopefully I can do most of them by the end of today. All right, so the first company we're gonna take a look at is Disney. And right now, Disney is sitting at $105 stock price, but early on in February, this company was in 140 price range. So this company is still down about 25%. So it's lost about a quarter of its total value in the, fat in the past few months. At the all-time lows, this company dropped even more than that. It dropped over 40%. So that's actually a big hit. It almost lost half of its valuation. And why did this company take such a big hit? One of the major reasons is a lot of this, like we're gonna see in a bit, a lot of Disney's revenue comes from theme parks and like cruise lines. So obviously that form of revenue is being shut down right now with most of the most of the United States and most of the world in shutdown. Not many people are going to theme parks. And even when things open back up, many people are probably not gonna go to theme parks as much. So that's definitely taking a big hit on Disney. But on the bright side, there are certain stuff like Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN, which we are gonna talk about later on in this episode. All right, so next we're gonna take a look at this company's revenue breakdown to see where most of its company money comes from. So for the most recent quarter, which ended in December 2019, this company collected about 21, close to $21 billion of revenue. Most of that revenue actually comes from two places, Media Networks, and which makes $7.3 billion. So that's close to 33%, right? If it was 21 billion, that's about one third. So close to one third of the revenue comes from Media Networks. And this is, for example, any TV shows that come on in cable, in normal cable operations and all the ads that they sell during their channels, right? So if you're watching Disney Plus, I mean, if you're watching the Disney Channel or the ESPN Channel and you see any ads, you see those ads are being paid through and that's where you see that revenue in Media Networks. The other big portion comes from parks, experiences, and products. So this is theme parks, and this is also like their cruise lines and stuff like this. This also makes up about $7.3 billion of that revenue. So again, another one third. So two third of this company's total revenue actually comes from those two things. Parks and experiences and products are actually taking a big hit right now. And that's one of the main, so one third of its revenue is being impacted very, very heavily. The next media networks, how is that impacted right now? So right now, the number one things that companies, especially big companies do when when things seem uncertain is they start to pull back on, on expenses in marketing. And that would be on commercial, internet ads. So if that's pulling out, then people are gonna be less likely to pay 
ads for these networks. So they're going to most likely see a decline in ads in the media networks. The second thing in media networks, like I mentioned, includes ESPN. So ESPN at the moment, right, there are no sports going around. So that is also going to take a huge impact on this company's revenue. We're going to see later on that people are even asking um, are asking for refunds for ESPN channels because right now there's nothing really to watch. So why are people paying for that? So next we have Studio Entertainment. So Studio Entertainment makes up 3.7 billion out of that 20.8. So a little bit close to, I wanna say maybe 15% of total revenue comes from there. And here's what's included are the movie theaters that come out in, in theaters. And here obviously, again, movie theaters are also seeing a big impact right now because no one's going to movies. Um, so as we're gonna, if you guys have not known, right now disney has slowed down some of their has pushed back some of their movies so for example mulan that was supposed to come out this year Soul was another movie these are all movies that have just been pushed down a little bit later on date expecting movies to movie theaters to kick back in but on the bright side is universal studios completely outside of disney's realm just released a, a movie trolls outside of AMC's and they actually did it on like streaming platforms and it actually ended up being a big hit. So I wonder if Disney is gonna end up doing something similar to that uh, and only time will tell, especially right now with AMC theaters still going on a closure and that might actually be changing the overall market for movie theaters. The other 15% or so comes from direct to consumers and international. And this is where you see ESPN ESPN Plus, um, Hulu, Hulu, and Disney Plus. And this last quarter made up 3.9 billion, about 4 billion of that total 20 point something billion, $21 billion. So a little bit closer to 17, 18% total revenue comes from there. But one thing to make note is this upcoming quarter, right? A lot of people just have we seen in Netflix, Netflix subscribers have soared through the roof. And I don't see why we're not gonna see any difference on the Hulu and Disney Plus. So Disney Plus for this quarter that we're showing right now was pretty much just a newborn. So it had not it had not done much in the form of, of entering the market. But now this upcoming quarter that's coming, Disney Plus have asked, has actually taken a big, has actually done the whole quarter. So I'm pretty sure we're gonna see a huge impact there. And I'm also gonna expect we're gonna see huge in improvements in Hulu with more people wanting to watch TV from home. But of course, just on the very bearish side, right? Even of that media networks and parks and experience make up a huge portion. But like I said, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see a huge impact in that direct-to-consumers revenue go up. Unfortunately, direct-to-consumers and, and revenue does not make a profit at the moment, and I don't think that's gonna change for this upcoming quarter. All right, so now let's take a look at some articles from Disney. First, Disney is working with HBO, and they're gonna allow, and they're gonna distribute HBO Max, which is also another subscription service, and they're gonna add it to Hulu. And this is actually showing that Hulu actually has strong partnerships with Warner Media, which is T, ticker T. Um, so HBO is owned by Warner Media. And Hulu already has a lot of items from Warner Media. And now by doing this of HBO Max, it's just continuing to develop that, that friendship that they have. And I think that's actually pretty important. That's one way, having friendships inside business can actually go a long way. That's actually how Disney got Pixar, because during the time, uh, just a little backstory. This Pixar was actually owned by Apple. At, well, not by Apple. It was owned by um, Steve Jobs. I'm not 100% sure if it was owned by Apple at the time or if it was a separate company, but it was owned by Steve Jobs. 
Steve Jobs and the current um, CEO, Bob Iger, were actually good friends. And Steve Jobs ended up selling Pixar to Bob. And that's how then that's how Disney ended up creating um, end up getting one of the best animation deals in my opinion and that's how it continued with with Marvel and with Star Wars so I think having a partnership with other companies helps out along uh, helps out in the long run the next article I'm going to talk about is actually a uh, pretty good news for ESPN NFL actually plans for a full season even though with the coronavirus so right now they're planning on doing different different items for example having empty stadiums or neutral sites depending on the situation of the COVID-19 this fall and this is going to be a great thing for ESPN plus right ESPN plus so a lot more people if more people are not going to be able to go watch the games in house in the show it's going to end up helping companies like the streaming services that are providing some form of sports sports news and sports shows so i do think that this is also going to help out espn espn plus in the short terms of things and with that right if there are planning on doing nfl that's also going to increase the advertisement so more more companies are going to start advertising if obviously a lot of people are going to be watching nfl so we're going to have people advertising during this time and increase the advertisement revenue for this company as well so i think this is actually pretty good news for disney and for a lot of different companies as well so finally on Disney, let's just take a look at earnings per share estimations for this company. If you guys have been watching my channel, you guys know that I love looking at forward PE ratios and that's how it helps me determine the company's valuation. For September 2021, this company is expected to make $4.58. So $4, let's pull up the calculator. So if we take a look at the current price of $105 and divide it by $4.58, this gives this company a forward PE ratio of about 23. So with the forward PE ratio of 23, it doesn't really scream a big buy for me at the moment, but it doesn't scream to me undervalued. I honestly do think we're gonna see a really big impact on the consumer side due to um, due to Disney Plus. And if NFL does continue, we're gonna see a big impact in ESPN Plus, and we're also gonna see a big impact in Hulu. Unfortunately, we are gonna be seeing a huge decrease in theme parks maybe not this quarter because this quarter remember only took the close down in united states only took effect in the last two weeks of march and quarter this quarter pretty much ends at the end of march so for the first few for the first for pretty much most of quarter one this company was rea was was acting in normal operations until later on throughout the the season but again the forward pe ratio of 23 for me it doesn't scream a big big buy with the current items but there is huge potential growth with disney plus and with um with hulu and any to form of their streaming platforms that i think that maybe even a 25 26 4 pe ratio will still be kind of good for me so let's go 450 four dollars and 58 times 26 gives this a current price of close to $120. Again, this doesn't mean that anything above $120 is a bad investment, but anything below $120, I personally think will be an, a, a nice investment. Again, this is just my thoughts and definitely not advice. I am not a professional. And one thing I forgot to mention, Disney is reporting earnings on Tuesday after close. The next company we're going to take a look at is JetBlue, and JetBlue is reporting Thursday before, um, before the market opens. And JetBlue, and other airlines are going to take a big hit right now I, I do think especially because of the most recent news that happened this past um yesterday at berkshire's berkshire's 
um, earnings call, they mentioned that they've sold out out of all the airlines, all their airlines that they own have take uh, have been sold out. And this to me shows that that Buffett and the team are expecting more downfall on the airlines. And this this news is actually going to be a self prophesized a self prophecy, right? A self prophecy because they are expecting a bigger drop, so they sold out. And because of the sold out, it's actually going to cause a bigger drop. So I think this is actually going to have these airlines, airline companies being a bit more volatile than they already are. So JetBlue right now is sitting at $9.02 and compared to its all-time highs in, and compared to its highs in February, not its all-time highs, compared to its highs in February, this company is down about 58%. That is, this company has lost over half of its value in just the past few months. And if you guys have been watching my channel, some of these airlines have dropped a little bit more than others because of the balance sheets. The companies with the best balance sheets have dropped the least, and that would be Southwest and Delta. And the companies with the worst balance sheets have dropped the most, and that would be like United Airlines and American Airlines. Um, JetBlue is one that's a little bit, that's not too bad and not too good of a balance sheet, and that's why it's been dropped somewhere in between. So just some top articles on JetBlue. First, JetBlue was the first airline to do, to just um, require customers to actually wear a mask. And I think this is actually a pretty cool, this was pretty impressive for JetBlue to be the one to take the initiative of this. After this news, um, many of the top three other airlines have also done it. So JetBlue does it, Delta does it, and United Airlines have also done it. The only one not doing it right now is Southwest, but I think that will change in the upcoming days, especially from pressure of investors. So JetBlue in April 14th, with all the Fed giving out handouts to the airline industry, they will receive about $685 million in grant and $251 million in direct loans. So these breakdowns, like I said, there's direct grant, there's grants and direct loans. The grants are pretty much free money. This company does not have to pay this back to the government or anybody back. The direct loans does need to get paid back, but it's such a low interest. Obviously, they have to do certain things to make sure they keep this money as they have. They can't unemploy. They, they can't unemploy employees. They can't fire employees. And there's other uh, there's other things that they have to keep in place. But this grant made up 50 covers up to 56% of what the payroll cost were during the same time six um, during the same six months last year. So pretty much this company 685 million dollars can cover up to up to even three and a half months of payroll without this company even using any of its money. And I actually think that's actually pretty good. Um, for the airlines, it shows that these airlines are not going to fall down that easily and can help out in the bullish case for the airline industry. The second portion, which was the $251 million, is such a low interest rate, which I think, again, is probably like 1% and will have to be paid back to the government starting in October. The biggest impact, though, is obviously with with huge with huge returns possibility, there are the risky parts of a company. Um, obviously the biggest thing is right now there's practically no air travel I just did a video on Southwest and Delta and they said that air traffic right now is about 5% compared to what it was a year ago so it's pretty much zero so pretty much no one is traveling right now and the month of April actually seems pretty bad for them they're expecting Southwest here says that they're expecting operating revenue for the next month to fall as much as 95% from a year earlier and they say for May, it doesn't seem any different. I know Southwest did mention that 
flights for June and July are looking a little bit better. But as we get closer to there and depending on how the virus is developing, those flights can actually end up being canceled at no charge to the customer. So it's not really, it doesn't really tell us much because there's still so many unknowns. Next, looking at Seeking Alpha for expected earnings per share for December 2021, this company is expected to make $1.41. This gives this company a forward PE ratio of $6.42. Of that is ridiculous cheap. Normally on airlines, you have somewhere between 14 to 15 forward PE ratio. Um, but for right, we're seeing for, for JetBlue, it's a lot lower. When we see companies like Delta and Southwest, those four PE ratios are over the 10 because those have a better balance sheet and are the ones that are gonna turn out the best out of all the airlines. So a forward PE ratio 6.42 is actually not that bad, in my opinion, and can actually make JetBlue have great returns if things do turn around. If things don't turn around, JetBlue will continue to fall. And finally, the last company we're talking about today is Virgin Galactic Holdings, ticker SPCE, Space. And this company has been in a wild ride this year. It's gone from $10 in November to almost $40 in February to now sitting at $17.92. So this company is very volatile. This company is reporting on Tuesday after close. So a lot of big companies are doing Tuesday. So what do we Virgin Galactic? I'm not going to take a look at this at the stock price performance because, like I said, it's been so volatile and there's no real no real platform to really talk about the stock price performance. But if you guys don't know much about Virgin Galactic, this is probably one of the least known between Disney and JetBlue. Virgin Galactic is working on two things in the moment. The first thing is they want to they want to do commercial space travel, um, commercial travel to space. So it's pretty much flying to space for a few hours and having the customer experience zero gravity flight and that experience right there. So they're selling that experience and they are one of the first public companies to actually try to reach this. The second thing is they want to do sonic travel. So this type of traveling is where it's pretty much just commercial airplane travel, but at a faster rate. They, for example, uh, I forget the time wise, but it's something like right now from New York to London takes about eight hours of travel with their with their sonic traveling. It would take somewhere around three to four hours instead of that eight hours of traveling. So that I think both of these are pretty much going to be very impactful segments in, in the world if they end up working. I mean, big and big people with big money are definitely going to want to experience space travel. I mean, if I had the money, that's something I honestly would love to do. And the second one is pretty much more for maybe not uh, for maybe people in the middle income or the low high income range where you'll be able to pay a, a premium price, but be able to fly places uh, um, saving time. And I think for many people, saving time is worth a lot of money. And that can end up being a very huge potential for this company. So some of the main articles here on May 2nd, Virgin Galactic Holdings has filed an extra, it's diluting pretty much an extra 150 million shares, which caused the shares to drop down a bit. But honestly, I mean, at this company, we're going to see this company at the moment makes no revenue. This company makes no positive earnings per share. And like I said, all of its potential growth depend is this is a company with with future growth at the moment so investors right now 
are investing in the hope that this company will be something big. And if it is something big, then the returns can actually be pretty good. But with that risk right now is this company can actually fall. The only thing that's actually, um, many things are actually good, but there's sometimes CEOs that you don't want to fight against, against. And this is Richard Branson's baby, one of his babies. And this guy, pretty much anything that he touches can ends up being really good. He is a very smart guy. And the way he works around in companies, I think, is pretty impressive. So sometimes it's, it's just the, the mind, the mindset. For example, not many people bet against Elon. But I mean, you have crazy days like Friday where this guy went on a tweet storm that dropped the stock price ridiculously. Um, sometimes the the... The line between genius and insane are so close to are so close to each other. Um, but right now, this company is diluting about 150 million more shares. But there are some bad. Um, this company has also been affected by the coronavirus. First, this company did finally perform. One of the most recent news that came out on May 1st was this company did do did complete a flight test in the new space station that they have been working on. And this is Space Station America, which is in New Mexico. Normally, they have been doing previous flights in their previous spaceport in California, but it was a good stepping stone for this company to actually complete it in Spaceport America because this is another place where they're going to continue to do work in. Originally, the company was estimated to do commercial flights in mid of mid of 2020, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. In the most recent earnings, uh, this company actually stated that this company is now only focusing in actually sending the founder, Richard Branson, into space. And they say that at the moment, they, they haven't, they're not expecting much commercial flights during this year and that definitely caused the stock price to drop a bit but i think that was actually um in my mind that i like that move right because something as delicate as this should not be rushed and if a company does rush thing it can end up leading to catastrophes that can end up going to many accidents and this can pretty much end the company so by them taking their time and saying, sorry guys, we're not gonna be able to meet our deadline. I think it was pretty good for the company. It shows that they're not gonna do stuff just to get the stock price up. They're gonna make sure everything is running um, to perfection. And like I mentioned, right, even for December, 2021, this company is not expected to make any money. Um, so this company is more of a, a speculation company and a growth company. So due to that, it is very, very risky uh, because if things don't end up going and even one accident happens, can definitely drive the stock price to drop down dramatically. So that's it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and make sure to check out the comments. Like I said, I have a lot of earnings coming up this week and I've divided into different segments. So let me know which segment you actually want me to take a look. And don't forget to subscribe, thumbs up and make sure to i hope you guys really enjoy the the information that i'm providing i love learning so much about a company i am completely passionate about this so thank you guys for sitting here and listening to me take care guys have a good night and see you next time